The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello today on the Email Marketing Show. We're talking to Chris Davis from Automation Bridge, where we're going to be talking about the mistakes and the train wrecks in email marketing automation. In case you don't know Chris, Chris has a collective portfolio of $200 million raised for startups and He's also trained internationally, and he runs the only marketing automation certification, that's automation certification, in the industry as of right now. Now, before we dive into this great conversation with Chris, we've just put together something really cool for you that is completely free. We'd love to give it to you because we know you want to make more sales from your emails. That's why you're here and listening to us blathering on. But you can't make sales if no one is clicking on the links in your emails. And that's why we've put together a really cool report with 12 creative ways to get more clicks from every single email that you send in a brand new download that we're calling Click Tricks. It's yours totally free as a listener to this podcast today. All you have to do to get it is go to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash tricks. He has recently listened to the same very song on loop for three hours in a car journey. The same one song. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he's currently sorting his house out and listing some great stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Are you sponsoring this episode? It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy. Okay, we all want to know, where were you going for three hours, first of all, before the thing we actually want to know? So I was driving, I was driving from Liverpool to Yorkshire. Right, it doesn't sound like a three-hour journey. Okay, you were going in circles. And what was the one song that you were listening to? So it's a really good cover of The House of the Rising Sun by Jeremy Renner, who's from the, in the um, Avengers films, and I didn't know he could sing. And it's amazing. Right. So I literally just put it on loop, put my sat-nav over the top, and then just listened to it for, the, for three hours non-stop. <laughs> there was a house in turn left at the junction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yes, so I bet I bet you've met the weird and wonderful people who live within a few miles of your house by listing things on Facebook. Oh, I've met... Do you know what? They're actually all really cool, trendy people who want my mirror that I don't want anymore and a set of tables. There's some great stuff, actually. We've got rid of almost everything because my motto is, why should I put my rubbish in my bin when other people will come and collect it and put it in their bin? <laughs> Just go to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash Kennedy's old trash and you can find out what he's got left for sale. Not really. Actually, we should put an offer there, shouldn't we? Let's put a sales page up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a really good offer. Hello, by the way, we are a stage hypnotist and a psychological mind reader turned email marketing geeks who love to give you course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business. That means you make more sales more predictably in less time with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday. If you're brand new to the show, hello, welcome. We're going to get to some content. We're going to let Chris speak in a minute, but if you haven't already, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. That just basically means you 
you get a little alert every email marketing Wednesday when a brand new episode of this show drops every single week. Actually, as you're listening to this, quickly snap a quick screenshot of your podcast app or take a selfie as you're listening to this episode. We would love to know what episodes float your boat, which episodes you're listening to. Share it on Instagram and tag us at Rob and Kennedy. We'll find out what Chris's handle is in a minute as well. You can tag him too. We'll reshare it and give you some viral love. Uh, So take a screenshot, post it on socials and let us know. So, Rob, we've got Chris Davis in the wings and we've been looking forward to this episode for a while. One of these three things is true about Chris. Two of them, utter tommy rot, utter rubbish. So, which of these three things is true about Chris? Did Chris meet his wife when skydiving in Canada? Did he used to cut the hair of his college football team or was his first job as a teddy bear repair technician? One of those three <laughs> things is true about Chris, believe it or not. You were doing so well till the last one, right? You made the last one up uh, about 10 minutes ago. And of the other two, I think that Chris... What was the middle one about haircut? Um, cutting the hair of his college football team. I think Chris met his wife while skydiving in Canada. Chris, what's true? Yes. I actually cut the entire football team. Well, not the what? entire, but <laughs> a large portion. A large portion. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm good. He just isn't a teddy bear about it. <laughs> Which can I just tell you is a real job. You, you, here's what's crazy. I grew up in Minneapolis. We have the Mall of America and there actually yes. was I forget the, the name of the teddy bear. Uh, Build-A-Bear. 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 Um, so yeah. it would not have been beyond me in my younger years to work there mm-hmm. only because I knew girls would think it was cute. There you go. <laughs> That's we, a good reason. First. It's a really good reason. It's the reason Rob dyes his hair bright red, honestly, <laughs> uh, because he thinks someone's going to think it's not repulsive. My mum thinks so- I'm adorable. <laughs> My mum loves me. She tells me I'm great. So, Chris, you've had a a lovely career. You've had some amazing positions at brilliant companies. And that means you've got to get really involved, really deep into email automation. And we said to you, yeah, but have you ever cocked it up? Have you ever made a right pig's ear of it? And you said, hell yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Is that, is that, what I mean is this I mean I mean I'm sure there's lots of different lessons that we can all pull out of these. Um what was the most recent pig's ear you made of one of these things? What what would you say is the most recent like I can't believe I did this. Yeah, and and especially being at the stage of quote unquote expertise. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean the thing is when you're an expert you do take bigger risks and you sort of go, "Oh, I know what I'm doing." And you go, Oh no, I meant and instead of if in that in that thing. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um the, the the biggest one recently and and this was like two this is like two weeks old here. Um I built I built an automation and I forgot to put the email in it. Okay. So you say, Oh, Excellent. that's not bad, Chris. That's not bad. So I I placed the email in it and then I re-added everyone back to it. Where you would think, okay, well, they'll just start getting that email again 
well, it would have been fine if I didn't also create a campaign <laughs> that sent the same oh. email to them. Don't ask me why. <laughs> For some reason, I like separated the two like, oh, I'll add them to the automation. Those are for the old people. And then I'll send a campaign to the new people. Don't it just. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You even doubled your work. You even created more work for yourself in doing it. Never mind fixing the damn thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I'm, so, I'm not above it. I'm not above it. So total end result is that those subscribers get two emails that are identical within what space of time? Like uh, about 10 to 15 minutes. I was moving okay. fast, man. Beautiful. <laughs> And so on that on that basis, and here's, I think, an interesting thing, because we've definitely done that. And sometimes mm-hmm. that comes down to either sending an email twice or um, sending an email that's got a broken link in it or sending an email that doesn't have a link in it or, or something like that. Oh, I've, I've got to ask, did you send a third email just to apologize and just to add insult <laughs> I, to injury? Okay. <laughs> no, that's I my question, really, my is how do you, how do you rectify one. it? I didn't. So what I learned in the startup space is when you're working with startups and there's like a major flaw in the system they used to go and say hey everybody something broke and you would actually get more support tickets from people who are like i didn't know this was an issue is my account okay so now Mm. that a lot of starters will say let's not say anything let's just feel the support tickets as they come in and if nobody says anything we're not going to let them know something went wrong so i i leaned that way and did not send the apology (laughs) because they wouldn't know unless i sent it you know yeah, and because the only thing worse than getting two emails in 15 minutes is three emails in 15 minutes. You know, that's 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 a tricky situation. I mean, so that's a, I mean, that's a great thing we can all learn from going, just double check before you drop, because it is always a nerve-wracking moment when you're about to drop a bunch of subscribers, yeah. any kind of segment or whatever, into an automation. We all have that moment where we hover over it just for an extra second going, is this right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yes. And and I have I, I think I have like a bit of email PTSD because when I was at Lead Pages, this was my first startup. This was the beginning of my email marketing career. And I didn't even realize it. I was just trying to get a job in a startup space and use Infusionsoft and, you know, work from home, essentially, when everybody else yep. was not working from home. And I we used to send I before then I had sent to maybe max 2000 leads at once. And right. now I'm sending to 250,000, Oh, <laughs> I bet you put, I bet you put a big shirt on that day with an extra stiff collar. Cause that's going to, oh, oh my God. goodness. So nerve. I've never been so nervous. There has never been a time up until that point where I would look at the screen and just stare. I was literally paralyzed. Like mm. I'm looking at it. Like there's gotta be something I'm missing because if I send this to the wrong group of people, it's going to be a problem. And of course the wrong group of people would be customers. And I, and of course I did it right. Like I did. Oh, you did it (laughs) again. And that was the, that was the one day that you worked for lead pages. That sounds good. (laughs) Right. So it was, it was the walk of shame because I didn't even realize I had done it. I had saved the search. And I could have sort now all of my old Infusionsoft folks know it's all tag based. So you mm. and, and, and to my defense, when we would send that lead pages, like Clay would give us the description and they would read like riddles. Who are these contacts? Right. They have done this. 
but not this. My, have this yes. tag and not that one. <laughs> I'm just like, my first is in mouse, but not in squirrel. What am I? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm well, just how, like sweating uh, yeah. bullets every time, man. Oh, that's amazing. Amazing. 250,000 of the wrong people. It puts it in perspective for most of us who've got <laughs> maybe maybe not that many contacts. You know, right. and you go, well, what's the... And for you, I mean, let's talk about the outcome of making a mistake, though. For you, you didn't get told to pack your bag, did you? No, I didn't. Um, I got met with a lot of curious looks from the, the support team is always, you know, I, I have to take my hat off to every support team that I've ever worked with. They've been some of the most forgiving individuals. Okay. They get it. They understand. And it looks like they're always worried for me. So the support, the next day I walk in now, mind you, I don't even have the presence of knowing that I just sent this, these emails to customers, which by the way, was offering a product that they bought at a lower price, right? So oh, this- <laughs> beautiful. Insult so- to injury. And so at this point, you're walking into the office, the support floor, yep. and you didn't even know this was a problem. You're I like, no well, I got away with that. Yep. I'll, put a nicer, I'll put a nicer shirt on today. Right. So I oh see my. the support there busy. I'm like, wow, we've got a busy morning. Like, it's normally not, <laughs> <laughs> not you know, that email must have really worked. We were selling, right? And I get, I, it wasn't until I sat down in the marketing meeting and you can always tell when a founder, I think they're all kind of the same, depending on, I guess it could change with their personality. Um, he, he asking a rhetorical question that was accusatory and filled with frustration. <laughs> <laughs> all at the same time. Now everybody in the room knows I send all the emails. Hey guys. Um, so who sent the email last night? <laughs> everybody knows it was me nobody else no, who could have right all earth chairs heads everybody's just looking at me and that's when it dawned on me wait a minute maybe it didn't go as well as i thought it went last night and oh man so so in in that the biggest thing is just owning it right I, I, I had to own it. I had to apologize. And I didn't it over explain it. Like, no, no, no. Here's what happened. I got so confused with the tags. It was like, you know what? I'll figure it out on the back end right now. Let me just say, yes, that was my mistake. It won't happen again. You know, and if they want an explanation, how did this happen? I have one ready because you don't want to have a, make a mistake and then not be able to explain what happened because then that mistake turns into ignorance tied to your name. As long as you can explain exactly what happened and then make sure it doesn't happen again, you can kind of build, rebuild your reputation. I'm curious as mistakes like this start to happen, either in a, in a business like lead pages or in your business now, what, um, because if you're anything like us, you must start to put systems in place to try and mitigate that mistake ever happening again. Now, of course, you can't have systems yes. to mitigate, mitigate the chances of any mistake happening because there's loads of mistakes we haven't thought of yet. Uh, yep. We haven't we haven't tried those mistakes yet. Um, so I'm <laughs> curious, the ones, the ones that you've sort of made in the past, like making sure you've got the email in the automation before you drop the people into it and stuff like that, what processes do you start to put in place to try and mitigate against those kind of things happening now? Yes. So in the perfect world, the creator is not the QA'er, right? They they can't be synonymous. It's like having a baby. You just can't look at your baby and call it ugly, right? Like other people do that. They're like, hey, that's a really I mean, ugly we're going baby. Going back to Rob's mom again here, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
Oh, I should have seen that coming. Sorry, Rob. Uh, that's all right. Just setting him up there. Just cue him up there. So we had a meeting before this, Rob. So, yeah. so let's break that down for a second and yes. unpack it because that's really cool. Right, because we we create something naturally, inherently, when you create something, you're close to it. So it's that whole dynamic with you being close to a picture and losing objectivity and perspective. It happens just innate when you create, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you are the creator and the QA, or which, by the way, is uh, quality assurance, these are the people that check to make sure everything's in place. Um, If you're both, you're going to miss it. You're just too close to it. So what I did, actually, my, the failsafe that I put in place is I hired someone at Lead Pages to do the emails because I realized I'm a lot better at QAing than creating and QAing. <laughs> right? Interesting. So that it's a bit like a an, lot. It does. It's like an author can't proofread their own work. Yes. You can't be your own proofreader. Yes. And it's the same in the logic of a sequence or a logic in an automation or segmentation or anything like that there has to be that separate that yes. separate thing doesn't i like they? i like the fact there's effectively a choice here which is that you could bring on a va or somebody or somebody to come and work with you who um if you hit the email a bit you could find somebody who's good and, and give them for example you could give them our stuff or any email marketing training and say go and learn this and do a good job of it and mm-hmm. you could like do the tech bit if you prefer those things like the quality assurance bit and send it out or you can do it the other way around which is you could write the emails and then you could give it to somebody so a really great example of this yes. and take you behind the scenes in our business for a sec is um Sheila, who's uh, running our affiliate program, mm-hmm. uh, she sends out like a weekly email to our affiliates every Friday, but like she doesn't have a login for our Keep account. She like just writes the email into a Google document and then somebody on our team goes and gets the email and Great. goes and puts it into Keep. So Sheila never has to learn how Keep works or like figure out the inside of it. She just has to write it into a Google document and she doesn't have to fa- have to figure out how you bring up a saved search of that segment or anything, like, yes. which means that, that that like does reduce that. If that one person is only thinking about, is this email going to the right people? and he's never thinking about what does the email say. That's a really yeah. cool let's, choice. But yep. let's also t- have a little moment for anybody who's thinking, well, I do everything myself. Well, let's, let, let's break down how we can do that because I think there's a, there's a simple solution. Is it as good as having a separate person? No, it's mm-hmm. not. But it's the first step. And for me, it's like you are using two different parts of your brain. You yes. write the email, that's your creative self. When you're doing the segmentation or if you haven't got a saved search or a saved segment, then that's a different part of your brain. Put an hour, put an afternoon, put a day between those activities and you can now be writer, Chris, and the next day you can be technical, Chris. Yep, yep. One, Kennedy, 100%. And for me, I've learned I need a solid 24 hours to change that hat, right? And, and yeah, now, now it's not we, easy. we've got the context of how I made that mistake. Well, prior to adding them to this automation, I had gone and done some uh, some analysis of segments and said, "Okay, well, based on these segments, this is how I want to build the automation had a bunch of if else's in there. So my mind had figured out the logical piece of it all. And then I went and wrote the email. So I did a quick Uh, shift (laughs) right here. And and, then you went back tried (laughs) tried to go back. I needed a day. If I would have, if I would have, so for me, if if I do it all, and, and by the way, um, if my team hears this, yes, this was, that was that email we talked about when I was operating in a silo. I did not tell <laughs> any of you that I was doing this, so you are not at fault. <laughs> That's the other part is I have these right. old ways that come in and I'm just like, you know, I see the finish line. I can just get it there today. 
when I should yeah. just get there tomorrow and include the team, mm-hmm. or if it is myself running solo and nobody's around, any any project that I'm working on today, I'm 100% better in the morning. So yeah. all I need is yeah. a night's sleep. I wake up, my brain just works a lot better. I probably would have caught that and it wouldn't have been an issue. So yes, definitely time, time in between. I love it. I love that. We even do the same with presentations. We'll like rather than have one session to write a talk, we'll do it in two half sessions because with that refreshed eyes, that new yes. mood, that new everything just gives you that new perspective. Massive, massive value there. Uh, amazing t- takeaways for everybody. I think doing your own thing, give yourself that time and forgive yourself if Chris can do it for <laughs> quarter of a quarter of a million people. I think we're all going to be okay. Oh, oh man. Painful just <laughs> listening to it again. I, I, I can't tell So, so let me, let me do some TMI. Um, when I was younger, uh, in seventh grade, I, my, I was a, uh, first, first day of school and, you know, junior high and I, I couldn't get my lock opened to my, to my mm-hmm. locker and I'm late okay. my first day. I, I'm not a nervous person. Everybody. I don't sweat profusely. My palms don't get sweaty or whatever but my bladder gets loose and it feels like like I'm going to pee on myself. This is what happens. I hadn't felt that feeling since seventh grade. So here I am as as an adult in this room and my bladder is getting loose. And I'm just like, I'm really nervous right now. Like this is, I didn't know if it was going to result because it was money tied to it. You know, these emails generate anywhere from 10 to 20 K per email and then there's the recurring the mrr the monthly recurring revenue that comes out of it because it's a subscription service so understanding the gravity of this one email i mean here you go me at the time guys i had like an email list of 56 people half of them were family and friends right so hey you (laughs) send it to the wrong people they understand i had some clients that had maybe a thousand two thousand but this was like (laughs) this was a big deal so um, very nervous, yeah. man. But I owned it. I I I took it like a champ, and um, that 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 was the beginning. It really was. It was the beginning of a profitable career uh, moving forward. I love it. I love it. Wow, so much to take away from that. Amazing. Let's get into this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. All right, Chris, you've sent so many emails in your career. A subject line that's really worked for your favorite for you. Yeah. So I went um, earlier in my career, I took a cold emailing class uh, course online because I, it was part of my lead generation efforts. Like I was like, how do I get leads? I don't know how to do landing page and generate traffic. So I would I would g- get on people's lists and I would try to figure out what was wrong. But instead of like critiquing, like, hey, you're doing this wrong and this isn't working because that very rarely works to get somebody to say, oh, yeah, I'll hire you to do that. Um, what I would do is I would send an email with this subject line, strange question, question mark, question mark, all lowercase. Okay. It got like a 99% response rate. Strange Whoa. question. It's almost like you can't not want to know what this strange question is, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and in the email, it's like, are you the right person to talk to about blank? Now it plays on the other psychological trigger. Everybody wants to be the right person. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to, to answer the question and be the right person. And even if they're not, they would respond and say, no, that's not me. But now I got a response and we've got a communication. We've got communication going. I love it. I love it. So that was strange question, 
question mark, question mark. Yep. All lowercase. It also, it also uses a principle that we teach that we call compound curiosity, which is really interesting. We talked about it a few weeks ago back in another episode. So uh, if you want to go and listen to that, make sure you do. Uh, just head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash compound and you'll be able to listen to that. That's this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Chris, man, this has been awesome. Now, listen, you've told everybody why you're an idiot. Now, let's uh, let them show, see how brilliant you are. <laughs> Tell us, how do we how do we find out more about you? How do people get involved in your stuff? Where do we find you? Yeah, yeah. So I have, for, for those of you um, not familiar with my work, I work with email marketing professionals and digital marketers and teach them how to do automation. I feel I teach that automation is a subset of digital marketing. They're not synonymous, but it's a part of it. Um, so if you're that person and you're kind of like, hmm, maybe I like that, maybe I need, I wanna learn more about it the right way, doing it in a way that'll work effectively. I do have a five point automation checklist. This will prevent you from doing what I, <laughs> what I discussed happened. <laughs> on this we, we all need that, we all need it. <laughs> right. It's you need it, quick you 10 years ago needs right? this. <laughs> And, and, and it's funny, Kennedy, because a lot of the resources I make now are for the me of the past because I keep seeing right. people are making these mistakes now. I was just early. I was just yeah. early in the game to make them. But um, it's a five point checklist. You could print it off. And I like to keep it front and center. Every time I build an automation, I just run through this checklist. So you can get that at automationbridge.com forward slash marketing heroes. Love it. Automationbridge.com slash marketing heroes love it thanks for being on the show we always love hanging out with you chris it's always a pleasure and please we've got to record our conversation today and share it with everybody else thanks so much chris davis yes, everybody thank amazing thanks everybody for listening to the show this week if you haven't already make sure you hit subscribe on your podcast player we do this with guests and just rob and i talking stuff every single week don't miss out an episode make sure you hit the subscribe button and we'll see you next week Bye.